Take it away, Derek. What's your question? Why do you guys talk about comics so much? Comic books. Motherfucker, do you read them? 18 years. <laughs> Toothbrush is still fresh. Did they have sex? Because, I mean, she Hulk, you know. Damn it, Tony. We went an entire episode without mentioning Maggot, and then you ruined it. Comic books. Motherfucker, do you read them? Batman's got his little fishbowl on his head, but <laughs> Superman doesn't. Cyclops was right. Except when he was wrong. Master Bruce, you are calm. I'm going to silently judge all of you. Shut up, beast. <laughs> Shut up. Like I've read it so many times, you know, it pretty much just crumbled in my hands. Come on, old chum. Comic books. Motherfucker, do you read him? See, I didn't hate Hellcat until you made me read this miniseries. It was just a joke, but you made it real, Justin. No. You made it real. I, I prefer my Dazzler singing, like, Creedence Clearwater Revival songs at Australian bars. Titty discs. And... <laughs> That's what to be known as from now on. Like, I'm going to go into the Marvel Wikipedia and Whatever it is. <laughs> the worst titty discs. <laughs> get better than that. Comic books. Motherfucker, do you read them? Hey guys, welcome back to another exciting episode of Fan Holes Comics, motherfucker. Do you read them? Hey, what's up guys? This is Derek, Derek WC. I'm going to be one of your hosts tonight, but I am not alone. I am joined by one of my PAX associates. Why don't you give a shout out and let everybody know who's on the call tonight? Hey, how's it going guys? This is Tony. And I don't save bad guys. You just shove a bunch of heroin down their throats and let them die. Yeah, so me and Tony had an opportunity to get together, and we, we, we talked about something that we wanted to talk about. And I think, you know, we, we, were, we were talking about things that we wanted to discuss or things that we thought were fun. And I, and I know you had mentioned Frank Quietly. And and I'm trying to remember, but like, have you? I guess I should tell everybody we're 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 talking about uh, one specific part of DC's multiversity saga that's written by Grant Morrison, but it's called Pax Americana, and I mean the the elevator pitch is it's like the the you know the 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 watchmen were a take on the charlton heroes that dc acquired the earth four heroes and then during this time period which i i pulled up and everything during this time period it was uh 2014 when this came out and it, it's like a deconstruction of a deconstruction almost you know like like you know this it, is like if if alan moore got to write with the characters he wanted, yeah. I guess, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, at least, at least it's Grant Morrison's take on it. But there's also kind of like a post, postmodernism take on Alan Moore's take. Do you know what I mean? Because there's, yeah, there, there's, yeah. there's kind of this, you know, uh, you know, like I said, deconstruction within a deconstruction. It's like, it's like Watchmen was a deconstruction for back when it came out, but this is. A take on that with the original Charlton characters, but at the same time, it's also kind of a deconstruction of everything that came after Watchmen up until 2014 as well, right? Like, like it's it's right. kind of a it's kind of a you know a backhanded commentary on 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 the entire you know genre basically. I guess I mean that's that's how I would you know 
the, the, yeah, the simple came out after the uh, the controversial movie and like the uh, various little side stories they added on to the Watchmen. Yeah, yeah, but but even more so than that, just like I, I guess what I found myself thinking of was like the Ultimates and 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 you know the, the people describe this as a you know a, a post nine eleven commentary as well, right? Like so, it's like you know there's there's which is referenced in the book heavily, yeah, yeah. So so it's like there's there's a lot of aspects like that 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 go into this story the multiversity pax americana number one brace yourselves for the next exciting chapter of the multiversity as the acclaimed all-star superman team of writer grant morrison and artist frank quietly investigate the conspiracy on earth 4 home of pax americana told backwards through an experimental storytelling technique that reveals new mysteries with each turn of the page pax americana stars the question blue beetle captain adam nightshade and peacemaker like you've never seen them before as the assassination of the U.S. president leads to political intrigue, interpersonal drama and astrophysical wonder, the truth behind the crime and those involved will blow your mind. What confidential conversation between the president and Captain Adam could reveal everything? How far will the question take his hunt for the truth before he hurts his former friends, or himself? And who is the steel-handed bogeyman operating in the shadows? Discover all this and more in this exciting standalone issue which also acts as Chapter 4 of the Multiversity Storyline. Join us, if you're dare, Anyway, we, we you know we we wanted to discuss it. I think I was trying to remember. Had you when when we talked about this, had had you already read this? Like, because I feel like you brought it up. Like, I don't I don't remember me bringing it up because I I seem to remember at the time I was thinking of maybe bringing my own Frank quietly. Like like we were going to do a Frank quietly theme episode and 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 bring yeah you know i would bring one book and you would bring one book but we're kind of you know doing this off the cuff you know we kind of kind of we're doing this on the fly or what have you right and so so when when we talked about things to discuss you know i was kind of like hey remember when we talked about doing that pax americana like do you want to do that and you said yes and so here we are but i guess did you read this beforehand like because i feel like you brought it up to me even though I've read this um, I, before, you know, I, I did bring it up, but uh, it, it came in a roundabout way because we were talking about like I, I had had this idea for for Spinner Act where maybe we we talk about our favorite artists and you know we can bring any book we wanted. And uh, uh, I had just watched a video on YouTube by Comic Tropes, and he had done a full video on Frank Quietly, and it was very informative and really cool. And I was like, you know, I had kind of forgotten how much I really liked his work. So I was like, you know, I would like to bring a Frank Quietly book. And the the books that he had gone through, he, of course, included We Three, which is a really kind of dark book. And, you know, if you're an animal lover, you might not be a fan. <laughs> um, then there's, of course, All-Star Superman, which uh, a lot of people have read. I, I've seen so many reviews. I think even you you've reviewed it before, right, Derek? Or at least at least storylines from it. I don't. I don't, um, even, I don't even remember if we ever covered it. I know I. I can speak to myself. I mean, I. I share your fandom of Frank quietly. Like I have a absolute edition of of uh, uh, like. I'm trying to remember what I brought for him. I think I brought All Star Superman, and I brought one of the Batman and Robin absolute editions, and. I oh oh and the um the oh maybe I didn't bring All Star Superman I I, I think I was the Authority yeah I think I think I had two volumes of the Authority and I had that Batman and Robin 
you know, Morrison run from the absolute. And then I had like a, a, a poster of new X-Men, but that was like that, that Boston fan expo. And I, I brought like th- those absolute editions are monsters, man. And I, I brought right. three of them with me. So like the <laughs> first thing I did when I went to that con was, and, and I was so mad cause you had to go through like all these little, I don't know, hoops and, and hula hoops and things just to get in like, like that first day, which drove me nuts. Cause I had this, I, I, I didn't even put my suitcase in the hotel. I was just like, look, this is the first thing I have to take care of. So that monkey of these, like, you know, I don't know, whatever they are, 10 pounds, you know, like absolute editions are <laughs> off my back. And I, 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 you know, basically I made it through the whole thing, you know, this whole, you know, I don't know, nightmarish, you know, thing to, to get inside to the floor. And when I finally did, you know, there was this whole thing about, do you have, you, you know, Fan Expo was weird. Like you, you had to buy a ticket to get an autograph and all this other stuff. And like, you know, sometimes that works out good because there's like shit tons of people and, you know, you, you do need some kind of, you know, system in place to organize. There, there, there's a lot of uh, logistics. Yeah. Yeah. Say. So I'm not, I'm not decrying that, but, but at the time I was just like, I, I was so desperate to get those, those big, huge, art, uh, absolute editions signed and off my chest and, and that I didn't have to worry about it. So I'm, I'm in the con floor. I haven't even checked into the hotel yet. Like I, I'm just wheeling around this giant suitcase full of absolute editions <laughs> that I've lugged from from all the way from the West Coast to the East Coast to get quietly to sign because he's there. I, I pre-bought this ticket and that was part of the, you know, hula hoop where, you know, it's like you had to stand in one line to get the indoor ticket and you had to stand in one line to get the, the autograph ticket and you had to stand in another line to get inside and all. Anyway, so so there was all this kind of flim flammery so of course my blood pressure was high by the time i was actually there but what was great was so i see like oh wait the signings are at like specific times and stuff so i was like oh that sucks and i was like i'm gonna have to wait or something like that but i see he's at his table and he's like the sweetest guy because he's just like oh yeah you know it's like that's what i'm here for you know because i asked him i was like i was like can i get these signed early like i i have the ticket but like do you care about that or whatever? He's like, oh, no. Like, he's like, this is what I'm here for. You know, and he, he signed all my shit and he was really, really Aww. friendly. And, and, and so he's a good guy. And, and I, I adore him in person because of that interaction. But I mean, as far as like, I mean, if we want to shoot the breeze about kind of what you're talking about, like the appreciation for his art. I mean, it's funny. I feel like I, the, my history with him, I've always liked his art, but I, I, feel like I, I have this history where a lot of my friends either did or did not like like they, they, we, we got into yeah. fights over new X-Men. Do you know what I mean? Like 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 there were these guys that were like, right. you know, hardcore X-Men guys and, and they couldn't stand like when he took over new X-Men, you know, they're like, oh, these women are ugly and this doesn't look like Wolverine and I hate this. And who is this guy and all this other stuff? And I was constantly on the defense do you know what i mean where i was like what are you talking about like this is great you know and and so so there was always that where you know i i think they expected you know i don't know the, you know the jim lees the salvador la Rocas, you know they wanted everything to be slick and cool and 90s or whatever and and when they didn't right. get that you know they they, they 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 you know decided 
that was off brand, off model, and they didn't like it, you know. And 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 I think you know that new X Men run is 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 unique in that way. You know, it isn't like anything else, and it makes his art pretty sought after, you know, in terms of of collecting and stuff like that. And then also, you know, a lot of stuff I think as you move forward, you know, some of the more recent stuff is digital. But I mean, I remember seeing. I remember seeing pages from Pax Americana, this book we're going to talk about tonight, and and they were, you know, I mean, in in the grand scheme of things, I'm sure people that paid, you know, five figures for, you know, I don't know, a page from All-Star Superman would call, you know, uh, a low three figures for, you know, a DPS from from this Pax Americana cheap or or affordable or whatever. But in, in, in the grand analysis for, you know, us normal stooges right like all that stuff is it does it, it once it gets to a certain level it's all fucking expensive right and so all i'm getting at is his right. when when his art comes up you know whatever it is whether it's very traditional with pencils and someone's inked it which is rare or or if you see like the original you know uh you know blue pencils or or, or what have you like these pages from all-star superman or whatnot or Pax Americana and everything like all that stuff is rare and highly sought after. And, and I think he's extremely respected in terms of, you know, his art. And, and I've always kind of, I mean, I I don't think I always knew about him because I mean, I think I feel like, you know, new X-Men was what, you know, made me take notice of him. But then I, you know, I went back and, you know, found other things because I enjoyed his work. Like if I had brought a book tonight it probably would have been the Batman Scottish connection because I I remember discovering that you know it was like one of those books where it was a deluxe book, it was probably you know at the time for me expensive right it was like one of those, you know four ninety five six ninety five books and in a sea of you know billions of Batman books that were like like that at some point. I always felt like I had to say enough is enough. Like I'll buy the main Batman book, but I can't be buying like all of these, you know, five and six dollar, you know, books or whatever. But I remember finding it at a store in like a 50 cent bin or a dollar bargain bin or something like that. And I was like, hey, for, you know, a a five dollar book for, you know, a dollar. okay, I'll I'll check it out. And I really, you know, Yeah. yeah. And so I remember really liking that. And, and enjoying that and and then you know like you know you kind of hit all the the big greatest hits you know we three and and all-star superman and stuff like that and this was something i think too was i mean essentially it was kind of like a little mini grant morrison event this whole multiversity arc you know they they had some bookends with with issues and stuff like that but then they had all these individual one shots and uh, you know honestly I'm i'm speaking off the cuff but like this Pax Americana, the premise, you know, the fact that it was the the original Charlton heroes sort of, again, deconstructed and and a version of them that was, you know, influenced by, you know, it's like the dog wagging the tail. You know, it's like the Charlton yeah. guys influenced Watchmen and Watchmen influenced the entire comics industry. And now here we are, you know, whatever it is like, you know, uh, what is it? 86. So, uh, you know, and then it's 2014. So, you know, I don't know, like, like almost 30 years later. Right. And, and, and now the Watchmen are influencing this comic based on the Charlton characters again. Right. And then, and then I feel like there's that layer of, kind of what we were talking about that 
that 9-11 layer to it. And there's also, to me, I mean, I, th I think these go hand in hand. But I, I kept thinking of, of you know, uh, Mark Millar and Brian Hitch's Ultimates because I, I don't like that book. And I think there is some... I, I don't think they, he's talking shit about any of that stuff. But I, I mean, I, I think sometimes it's like the same thing with uh, his new X-Men run, you know, just pointing out the 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 cyclical nature of comic books and how they just kind of go in a circle. Because right. you can't I mean, the, the, the way the genre, at least the superhero genre is set up. Right. I mean, I I usually describe it as a power trip fantasy. But, you know, the 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 thing about, you know, it's like you can only change things so much before everything has to come full circle and reset. And 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 I don't know, I, I, I read some articles about this and, you know, some people's take on it is like, you know, that Watchmen and maybe Dark Knight and Vertigo and things like that, you know, change the dynamic of the the comic storytelling landscape. But aside from those Vertigo books, like the only things that were added to say the superhero genre this is not me saying this but this is like what i've seen like perspectives on where they talk about you know oh all 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 that was really added to quote unquote adultify you know the superhero genre was the blood the gore the tits the ass you, you know like like kind of very the, the cussing the cussing yeah. you know bas basically talking down you know the comics and I, I i think that's a broad generalization i mean i'm sure i could point at certain things <laughs> and point at like you know oh look at spawn look at you know whatever and, and 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 some of those things fit right like i'm not saying that i'm not saying it doesn't exist i'm not closing my eyes and being like la 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 la, la i don't see you you know or whatever but like right i, I think that's a but broad... there's, there's, there's books like do patrol to have like mental illness and well and... but but see they they yeah. they kind of like that that article that i read i think kind of sweeps that into the vertigo camp where they're saying oh th these are the you know i mean you know the, these are the quote-unquote stunning and brave comics that were great right but then right. but then you know i i think you know somebody like the the article writer would probably point to you know, oh, well, look at the death of Superman. It's just blood and gore. And, you know, there's no redeeming value in that. And I'm kind of like, but you know, you know what I mean? Like, like, it's like that. that's the part of it I wrestle with because people make, you know, I don't I don't mind that people have their own opinions about things and, and, and have their takes. But like some sometimes I just think like sometimes and and maybe I'm guilty of this too, but sometimes I think there are like these absolute statements made and I'm kind of like, I don't, I mean, I, I know you've decided that for yourself, but the way you say it means you've decided it not only for yourself, but for everyone. And I feel like that's the part of that discussion or, you know, an article writing or, or what have you that I find to be arrogant, you know, like where, where you're kind of like, well, wait a minute, like you can decide that for you, but you can't, you can't tell me, you know, that, that, you know, I don't know, but like, like somehow, like, I don't, I don't, you know, like the right comics or I don't, you know what I mean? Like, like that. I just think, you know, the, the, the only comics I like were just, you know, blood and gore and TNA and cursing. Do you know what I mean? And I'm just kind of like, Right. You, you know, like like that's, uh, I, you know, that that's why I kind of say it's kind of a, an, a generalization, you know, to a degree. But yeah. And I mean, I, I, I love some of those stupid comics, but like, you know, 
like you know you're talking about death of superman look at look at nightfall right you know to a lot of people it's like oh this is the one where bane breaks batman's back and like the really hyper violent batman comes out and everything and like blah 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 and i'm like yeah and it was supposed to be a commentary on that that the hyper violent batman was not the good batman right right you know it's like the way bruce was doing it was maybe not the right way, but it was a lot better than a psychopath. And I love, you know me, I love Azrael. You know, John Paul Valley is one of my favorite characters. But I got the message. I got the story they were telling. You know. Yeah, yeah. But what 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 about <clears throat> you? Like like how, how did you come to discover Frank Quietly's work, and and what's your kind of take on it? Um, I I want to say that probably one of the first books I read by him was probably We Three. Oh. I am sure in the in the caverns of my mind that he drew something that i had read but i wasn't really familiar with the name you know because i I know he he's been in the industry for a while at least 20 plus years but like that was one of the first books that like the artwork really stuck with me because he, he, he i mean it sounds really stupid but it's just you know not everybody can do this he draws really good animals he draws very lifelike animals and it was a very sad story. Like I said, it does get dark. I won't spoil it for anybody. And then after that, you know, I, I started to see some of his other stuff. Like, you know, like I said, All-Star Superman, The Authority, which you would think I would have came into first. But I had gotten out of Wildstorm at the end and Authority had come from Stormwatch. And before Stormwatch had ended, I had already gotten out of Wildstorm uh, before, like, they even went to D.C., and, you know, I wasn't familiar with the authority, but after I'd read it, you know, I was like, wow, this is a really good fucking book. You know, it's it's, you know, again, it is also kind of like a, a little bit of a deconstruction in a way no, of superheroes. No, I, like, I, I, I think it absolutely is. I mean, it's 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 yeah. it's a, uh, you know, I mean, you know, to me, I think it's an uber liberal set of fascists who go on a you know, tirade to, to make the world in their image. Right. Like that's, yeah. that, that's what the authority, you know, and, and, and again, the, they, the, you know, it's, it's a take on, you know, the, the justice league to a degree, you right. know, like where, where it's like, Oh, what if, what if they said, okay, we're in charge. And, and that, you know, like, I mean, there, there's aspects of, of watchmen that influence that, but, but I think, more so than that, you could go to things like the Squadron Supreme or, you know, any, right. other, you know, kind of story where it's kind of like this, this dark take on a, a Justice League or at least, you know, a, a something where, where, you know, power corrupts or, or, you know, the, you know, you, you at least question like, well, you know, they, they, they're doing things because they think it's right. But, you know, there, there's a lot of murky gray area. And that that book also, I think, was, I mean, it was released leading into, I, I don't think it was a post 9-11 type book. But, I mean, right, it, it, yeah. was, it was, it was, you know, it was right before that happened. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it's like that, that it almost yeah. it captures a snapshot of, of how decadent and, and, you know, I don't know, like j just the, the, that kind of attitude or whatever, you know? And so like, I don't know. It's funny. I'm, I'm, I'm looking through stuff and, and I'm noticing like, Oh, 
you know, like it, for me, I was kind of like thinking about, um, you know, stuff I, I discovered later, right? Like, I mean, I, I guess if people watch like the Doom Patrol TV show, the character Flex Mentallo, like, like quietly did the miniseries for that. Where yeah. It was tied into Doom Patrol. So like, that's another, you know, great one. And I know my favorite or at least one. I've actually read that. I forgot that he worked on that. So yeah, yeah. that is one. That yeah, might have yeah, been yeah. the first one I read. Maybe, yeah. You know, there, there was the the JLA Earth Two hardcover. There was um, uh, and and what I was going to say is one of my favorites was Kingdom Offshoot, which was called Offspring, which is the the son of Plastic Man, and 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 that one I found pretty touching, and and he played a. You know, he was the artist on that as well. So, so like a lot of a lot of those things stood out to me. But again, for me, you know, I think New X Men was the thing that that sort of put him on the map for me. And then All Star Superman kind of solidified it, along with you know Batman and Robin, right? Like, so that's that that's kind of like my course. And and I I would say everything else I came to you know having discovered him through those titles. It is funny how many people, like you said, like your friends who are haters of his artwork, during that run, there have been a lot of things that were established in that run that have become status quo now. I mean, there was there were aspects where I think the the Fox X-Men movies influenced that run a bit, you know, probably like by right. some kind of corporate mandate. But yeah, I mean, you know, and, and again, like, I, I mean, the... I, I think it's kind of finally gone. Like that circle that Morrison was talking about was finally gone. But like, I, I feel like the most lasting impact that that run had was that white queen was, you know, Cyclops right. girl and, and, a, and an X-Man for like, you know, almost, you know, what, like, what is this? 2001. So, it, you know, I mean, I mean, I, you can still argue she's she's part of the X-Men with the whole Krakoa thing. I mean, with the whole craziness on Krakoa and everybody banging everybody else. I mean, maybe she's still his girl on the side, too. I don't know. But like like at, but at she's very, more on the on the good guy side. Uh, yeah, at yeah. the very least that that's a, a, a change and an impact that I think was very hard for them to undo no matter how much. They wanted to try to do that, you know, so so like something like that seemed to defy the that that thesis that Grant Morrison had about the circular nature, like basically all this stuff that I wrote, that's kind of cool, like it's all going to be undone by the next team. It's all going to go away, you know, like that, that whole kind of thing. So excerpt from Entertainment Weekly interview with Grant Morrison on what Pax Americana is about and working with Frank I suppose it's about America and specifically about America's self-image as the world's policeman. It tries to make a mind-devouring narrative Mobius strip out of the complicated, contradictory idea of using violence to enforce peace. On a narrower wavelength, it might also cast a jaded eye on how lessons learned from the leftist, deconstructionist, realistic, Superhero stories of the 1980s were assimilated and retooled to create post-9-11 Marvel Studios-style, realistic, super-soldiers and champions of the military-slash-industrial complex. Otherwise, it tells the Twilight Zone-ish story of a man's life in a series of backward jumps through time, from his assassination as US President on the first page to the traumatic boyhood event on the last page that explains everything we've just read in the 38 pages in between. It's set on Earth, 
four of the multiverse of alternate worlds and it's a kind of political philosophical thriller thing featuring the superheroes DC acquired from Charlton Comics back in 1983. The Charlton originals helped inspire the protagonists of Watchmen, of course, so we thought it would serve symmetry to put Captain Atom, the Blue Beetle, Nightshade, and the question into a highly formal Watchmen style deconstructionist murder mystery story they can call their own. I had very specific quasi-mathematical ideas for layouts and page structure based on a repeated eight panel grid and something about octaves in music. I had to be able to work very closely with my artist on account of the complexity of the storytelling in this particular issue along with the necessity of making sure the story was clear to follow in spite of its intricate nature. Frank and I live near one another. We're good friends and I see him a lot more socially than any of the other artists I like to work with but who live in distant lands or cities. It's easier to work out some of the hardcore technical stuff when you're in the same room together. I knew that only he could create exactly the effects I saw in my head. This one needed his absolute clarity and precision. The way the figures move across the page is almost like animation and no one draws figures moving through space like Frank does. His understanding of sequential visual storytelling is unequalled. In terms of artistic innovation, I think Pax is up there with we three while working with a completely different set of rules. That is very funny because like two or three years ago, I had revisited an idea in my head of like, you know, man, what if, what if like, you know, the Watchmen were just a Charlton, you know, characters, you know, like, it'd be really cool to see that story, you know, like, that'd be so like interesting and like, you know, just because I, I really like a lot of those characters, you know, I love Blue Beetle, you yourself are a big fan of Captain, Captain Adam. You know, this is not the same version in this version. He's more the classic. But, uh, you know, I thought it was, a, you know, a cool, fresh idea. And then I watched that video and it's like, oh, no, this was done like three years before you thought of that. And I'm like, oh, OK, well, I, now I want to read it, though. This idea that I, I found interesting because I didn't know how they were going to obviously play it out. He, he described the book, but, you know, you got to read it. You know, you got to read it to get the whole story. And also Frank Quietly. And I mean, also Grant Morrison. I mean, you know, I don't have anything against Grant Morrison. He's a he's a great writer. So, you know, I was like two big names doing uh, a concept that I'm interested in. So I have never read this before until today. I was glad you brought it up last night because I, I, it had been on the back burner just off the bat. I will say it is an interesting book. It's interesting. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I think it's it's difficult to talk about. Right. Because it's got that whole memento it thing is. going on. Right. Like, I guess. I guess it, it's worth mentioning. I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't know how you plan to, to, if you wanted to synopsize this, if you wanted to explain what happens. But I mean, I, I think, one, it's important to note that the story structure, as opposed to Watchmen mostly being told in nine panel grids, like this story is using the opportunity to use like eight panel grids because of the the thematic use of the number eight in the story, which is more of an infinity symbol, but you know, uh, it's, you know, and, and, and I guess the other thing too, is the, the story is, I, I think most people, I don't know how the video you watched described it, if they did at all, but I think most people would simplify it and say the story is told in reverse, like memento. And I, I 
think that's true. I, I, I would go like, I think the way I would go, like, you know, you said like, you know, good luck, you know, trying to describe this is I, I think, you know, with Captain Adam being such a integral part of the team, maybe not the story as a whole, he is a very big player. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I almost think that like what he was saying kind of applies to the story Yeah, is like, yeah. You're seeing like yeah the the past the present and the and the future. Well, that's that's the genius. All at the same time, almost yeah, like the infinity symbol. Yeah. Well, well, you you can if you give yourself the opportunity because I I I think just like quietly Morrison certainly has his detractors. There's some people that say you know Morrison's just a bunch of confusing bullshit. He doesn't know how to write a comic. You know they 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 get all you know indignant about it or or at the very least. You know, maybe if it's just polite discourse, it's like, look, Morrison's not not my bag. It's not my cup of tea. And they leave it at that. Right. And and yeah, yeah. the least polite and, is he's a wackadoo. What's wrong with him? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Or, or 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 why is it my head hurts every time I try to read one of his comics? It's like I don't read comics to to to, you know, are we comics to think? I don't read. Yeah, that's that's what kind of where I was going. I don't read comics to think about shit. I just I just read them to be you know. And 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 look, don't get me wrong. I've I've been on my uh, soapbox about I I just want to be entertained. You know, like like I I get that because there there are certainly things where I just want to be entertained. Right. I don't mind if it does both though. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess I'm, I'm willing to, to say this. I was entertained, and, and this, you know, makes you think. And Morrison's always been kind of meta, and I think the, the, the thing I was going to try to get at, which I think you've, you've hit on, is yes, the story's told in reverse because y- if you knew the beginning of the story, then it wouldn't be worth it to read it. But also. It seems like it goes in backward chunks. So I, I might argue that like two or three pages is is one time frame, and then the next four to six pages is going back, and so on and so on. Right? It's not. It's not like every single page. It. it I guess the difference is like I, I. I don't know if you remember this or not, but a long time ago, I think we did one of those future state Tom King. Grayson issues or whatever that people were raving about, and it was it was literally like um, you you had to read it well, backwards. And was and, he in Russia? Yeah, I think so. Like yeah, been, yeah, yeah. I was, it's, I was, been, I was it's, so, yeah. it's been so long since I read it, and 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 again, I was pretty critical of it back then, and I barely remember it now, but I remember it enough to know like it it, it was it it was the basic bitch version of what morrison does in this right where it's just like oh look how cool it is if you read it forwards or backwards it still makes sense and i'm just kind of like i I don't care like this is not a good you know what i mean (laughs) this is not good right whereas this i think it's not about whether you read it forwards or backwards the the thing about this is what he's trying to get at is you are captain adam if you are a comic reader and you can pick and choose what part of the book you want to read at any given time. So if someone says, oh, hey, I'm, you know, I'm I'm the president, like in this opening, and I'm getting shot, but then you want to check on, well, wait a minute, didn't Captain Adam say something to him about whatever? And you can, you can leaf through and go to the exact page 
to confirm what you're thinking to yourself. And, and, and you're, 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 it doesn't, you know, you don't have to like read through 12 pages to get to page 13 where you want to isolate and, and maybe, you know, maybe you're in the middle of deep thought. Like, you know, it's not, again, it's not, I want to read the, I want to read the peacemaker story. There is a, kind of a full peacemaker story in this but it's not in it's not page after page after page or, after page. or even even on the same page i mean you know there there are yeah. double page spreads where the the gridded panels are more than than eight panels a page but you you if you wanted and and i i tried doing this multiple ways like you can read it panel by panel as it jumps through each time frame when it covers the murder of Nora by Sarge Steele, right? Like that's the simple way to describe it. There's a two-page spread that that, that did get very confusing, and I had I had to kind of go through it one more time. I was like, oh, okay, I see where we're at. Yeah, no, no, no. I I, I went through it multiple times, and what 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 I was gonna share is, you know, the first time I probably, you know, I'm I'm sure I did this when I originally read it. You know, I went through panel by panel by panel, and and doing that, you you go from oh. I'm in, I'm in one, you know, you're, you're totally Dr. Manhattaning it, right? You're like, I'm in one time zone in the next panel. I'm in another time zone. And the third panel, I'm in another time zone. Cause it's like the question is investigating the murder. You're seeing the murder in real time. And then you're seeing what happens, you know, uh, uh, a few days earlier that basically is what is the impetus for this girl to get murdered. Right? Like, so it's like, right. it's like, you're seeing all three of those things on the page, all at the same time, all smushed in, all in sequence, but out of sequence. And so what I was going to say was, you know, I, I, I did also go back kind of what you're describing, like if you and you described it as maybe you just want to follow a certain character's arc. So you only read the Peacemaker pages. But in that particular spread, I went back and I read it. You know, I described to you the three different timelines, and instead of reading them panel right. by panel all at once, I also went and and just read them, you know, every first panel, every second panel, every third panel, and I got all the the different time frames, but in sequence rather than you know having that interrupted and and i'm sure the detractors would be like oh who cares like why don't you just put them in the right order or why don't you you re you know why don't you tell the story from the end to the beginning which i think would destroy the 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 whole mystery right which is is you know yeah who who killed yellow jacket right like that's that's that, that's part of you know what you want to find out in this in this one shot basically but if you if you start the story from where it starts chronologically, then that's spoiled at page one. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, like it's easy. Like, you know, I, I was making a mark that it can be confusing. And I, I think for like someone who doesn't read comics a lot or, or it was just, you know, call, call spade a spade. You don't read a lot of Grant Morrison stuff you know, you might be thrown off, you know, you might be like, whoa, what's going on? But if, if you do take the time, like I said, if you think, if you, if you think about it, you might not get everything on the first read through. I mean, you, you obviously probably won't, but you, you'll get enough hints and, and, and ideas of what the storytelling is to be like, oh, wait, okay. Like you said, what if I do it this way? What if I do it this way? You know, like, 
you know, the story makes sense. It's it's not a jumbled mess. If if no anybody calls it that, they're they're not paying attention. You know. Yeah. No. It's, I it's, mean, I mean, you know, I'm I'm not gonna I'm I'm not going to uh, you know chastise anybody that wants to go back and read it multiple times for everything to click with them because I think that's that's the whole point. Like that's, I, I think that's on purpose, yeah. right? Like, like, you know, so, sometimes I would, I would go back cause I was like, Oh, you know, it, it, the other thing that was interesting for me is I think on the DC Wikia, there's a synopsis of this and it, and it's actually very interesting cause it's told in chronological order. And, and, and that, oh, that, wow. that was an interesting exercise for me too, because when I read that, it was it was nice because I somehow isolated moments that didn't necessarily stand out to me on a first read. So like you know, or or, or even reading that that uh, article I was semi complaining about, where you know it was kind of um, you know detailing the the influences and the the the, the you know the. Uh, talking about you know vertigo versus you know other superhero comics and and kind of chat you know i guess that they were judging those right like it's just tna and curse words and what what have you right. but one of the things that article mentioned was like oh you know captain adam we talked about captain adam captain adam there's a scene where he again if you're a if you're a fan of animals you might not like this but but at one point captain <laughs> yeah. adam's kind of like oh i want to see what makes uh, my 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 favorite dog tick and you know again you know i i think it, it's somewhat accurately described in the article he has no intent to um to kill the dog you know it it, it was just you know it was like this impulse instinct and and him having the powers he had this makes the most sense to what i want to find out right now yeah he he, he disassembles the dog yeah. like it's like why is this dog so awesome let me disassemble it and figure it out and then by the time he's done that in the blink of an eye it's kind of like, <clears throat> oh wait a minute i just i just fucked up the awesome thing i was trying to discover and and the bit i think that didn't stand out to me because i think i was so focused on the dog and and it's being split into all its independent components and, and things like that and him him shedding a tear immediately afterwards and realizing like oh god what did i do you know this was my this was my favorite dog right there there is a subsequent panel where he recreates the dog and and i think yeah. I, I lost that i think or i, I didn't I, I didn't notice that upon my first read right and i think you know, looking at the interview where somebody mentions that, I was like, oh, wait a minute, like, when did that happen? And then I looked, and I looked back, and I go, oh, sure enough, you know, there's the, the panel where you can see two dogs, and, and he's he's recreated it, and then he's he's also disheartened, because he's like, ah, it's, it's just not the same. And that's true of being Dr. Manhattan. It's also a deconstruction of the cyclical nature of comics, you can keep retelling the same fucking stories over and over and over again in the superhero genre, but eh, it's not the same. Like, how many times can Spider-Man get buried under a ton of fucking rubble, you know, uh, realize that, you know, he's got to fight for Aunt May or Mary Jane or whatever, and then lift the machinery off his back? I mean, you know, it's like, and, and that's not to decry the original, it's not to decry that as like a great moment in the Spider-Man 2 movie or whatever, but like... You know, and the the original being, you know, the Steve Ditko issue. I think it's like what eighteen or something. I'm trying to, you know, I'm just shooting off the cuff. But anyway, the point is, 
that yeah. Spider-Man thing gets told over and over and over and over again. And the meta <laughs> commentary in that is, you know, dude, you can you can deconstruct it. You can you can look at what makes it great. You can you can rip it apart. And in doing so, you've now murdered the original thing that you loved about it. And then when you try to recreate it, it's kind of like, eh, you know, like like it doesn't have that same fire that you 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 know the same passion you originally had in it and then furthermore than being a, a, a meta commentary on on comics it's also i think uh, a meta commentary on us as readers do you know what i mean like like yeah that, that, yeah, yeah. that you well, can... well, well like uh yeah well like the president haley the the the, the character haley he's a huge comic book fan yeah and and like his literal like plan for his presidency and for America going forward is to make a super team. Uh, Captain Adam is very integral to that. And, you know, it's even pretty much hinted like, you know, like, you know, something bad's going to happen, you know, probably to the president. And then like, you know, like there's even that little back and forth where Captain Adam, when he first meets him, he's like, you know, I know it must be tough being president. He's like, well, I'm just a governor right now. But like, it's it's almost like this Haley character knows the comic tropes that are going to happen. Yeah, well, I, and I some think that's, way. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's part of the whole, I think, running interconnectivity to this whole multiversity thing. You know, this whole, like, he's got his little algorithm. He's got the number eight. I think that's like a reoccurring it's been a while since I read all of them, but I, I believe it's a reoccurring theme in in all the the different titles or, or or you know something that you can spot in in the multiversity books and whatever. I guess it, it, maybe because it's on my mind and I don't want to forget to mention it. Yeah, go know, ahead. most of the books in multiversity uh, I don't think stood out to me. But I think this one in particular stood out to me because of the creative team, because of what we're talking about, because we wanted to revisit it. But but I mean, I remember reading this and thinking it was really great. And I remember it standing out to me. And then the other thing I just want to mention as a side that doesn't really apply to this discussion, but just saying it was the Thunderworld chapter of Multiversity. That's the only other one that I I, I remember without having to, you know, leaf through all the books again and that was kind of like the the earth s you know the, the the captain marvel you know shazam family type book or whatever and i remember that being like a really really fun book so i mean you know i don't know just a sort of side recommendation as well that that i i did enjoy this book and the thunderworld book oh okay um, yeah, uh, I, I think the, it was the one that was promoted at the end of this issue, actually. I think it was the next issue coming out. I, I will say, like, you know, as as a fan of the Charlton characters, who I'm not going to sit here and be a poser, I didn't read a lot of the Charlton books. I don't think I've, I've really ever read any of the originals because they're they're old. They're really old. And, yeah, just before my time. But I, I remember the DC iterations, and I just liked those characters because I guess they were old school I'm a big Blue Beetle fan. I, I really enjoyed the question. You know, he's always been a fun character. I and before Peacemaker was even a movie star, before he was fucking John fucking Cena, I, I liked the idea that he looks so ridiculous, but he is like 
pretty much Captain America with guns, you know, like a lot of guns. I don't want to go on a soapbox or anything, but I, I can't tell you how pleased I was with my decision not to watch that TV show at all. And then come back <laughs> and reread this and not have that in my mind <laughs> when they were going through that double page spread where he's like, beating the shit out of all those, uh, you know, Middle Eastern terrorists that have taken over the White House and right. stuff. Like, I, I just was so, like, happy. I was like, oh, good. I don't have that shit in my head or whatever. I mean, I watched The Suicide Squad, and I've kind of ranted about that here or there. Like, that is probably imperceptible to most people, but I've, I've thrown in little digs here or there on various shows. But, like... The, oh yeah. The but I I you know I think I was I was definitely you know done with those kind of uh, I don't know live action interpretations and and I I I couldn't be more happy with that decision because when I went back and read this he was you know what whatever your take is on this book and this version of Peacemaker like this was still to me it it didn't you know you know how some i don't know like like so, sometimes it like things go you go back to things after they happen and it taints shit like like i i i kind of complained about that and 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 i try not to let it taint things for me but i can't help myself but like you know the 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 star wars prequels you know and then going back and and trying to read or watch cool darth vader scenes and then you know, I, I can't help but think about, you know, I'm a person and my oh. name is Anakin, you know, and shit like that. <laughs> like, and it just, I don't know, like, like there's something about that that I just, I, I, I you know, I guess it's well, my it's, own. It's, it's like the book says, you go back to it, it's just not the same. Yeah, yeah. I, it's my own mental hang up. Right. And, 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 and again, yeah, you're pointing out the, the meta textual, right? There, there, there's that higher layer of something that, Grant Morrison could never conceive of, right? At in 2014, there was no way anybody on God's green earth knew there was going to be a fucking peacemaker TV <laughs> show on HBO that all the normies would be like, "Oh, this is so funny. It's like fucking Deadpool." And I'm like, "Well, you know, I don't I don't I don't need to, you know, I don't I don't need uh uh something based on a property that in my opinion doesn't doesn't take it seriously." And I know I know there's some you know, blow back against, well, I don't want dark shit. I don't want, um, stuff that's not lighthearted or maybe it, maybe all that stuff secretly doesn't really matter, but they just want something that is representative of, of the character they love from the comics. And if I, if I keep it, if I keep it that pure, I think no matter what my disagreements or, or, or takes on, some of these interpretations are with other um, fans who are as passionate as me about comics. Like, I think at the very core, at least I can say, we come to it from that same place. Like, like all we really want is something... You, and, and that's, I guess, I'm just trying to emphasize, like, that's what I mean when I say I want the, I want the material to be taken seriously. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean that when I say I want the material to be taken seriously, that it has to have the TNA and it has to have the death and the gore and the dark and all that stuff. All I mean is 
at its core, I just want something that is representative of the character I loved in the comics. And to some people, you know, that that becomes a very big deal breaker because people's visions of what that representation of the source material is becomes very narrow because like it's like what you're talking about right you're like shit i think you were saying tonight oh i barely read comics and then i check in and there's all this fucking weird shit going on with ben riley and chasm and it freaks you know it's like what the fuck is this you know and 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 when you're that far removed and you just poke your head in and go geez this looks like absolute ass and you're not you're not in the the trenches with everybody else like reading it and that doesn't mean the people in the trenches don't think it's ass too but but i guess what i'm getting at is you know sometimes you can do that and and possibly you know be be in error or or make a mistake right like like maybe you don't understand or appreciate the context and i've even found that when you revisit something like 20 years later or 30 years later and you're sitting there looking at like you know i i i was rereading the first flash comic i ever bought because i i got a page from it of original art and it was like this weird experience because when you were when you're reading comics on a monthly basis and you're you're in the shit and you're 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 you you know all the supporting cast and you know all the little subplots the a and b and c subplots that they used to have in comics you know a long time ago it's like you you were up to date on all that you knew that i don't know j jonah jameson was uh you know sick that week or whatever in the spider-man books so it it ran through like you know two or three months of J. Jonah Jameson sneezing or whatever. But, uh, if, you, uh, but if you come... Uh, Mary Jane is being harassed by a creepy uh, film executive. Yeah, yeah, or, or Mary Jane's uh, busy smoking or, you know, like what, yeah. whatever yeah. whatever the subplot is, right? Like there, there's that thing where you, you're familiar with it, but sometimes you come back to that 20 years later and you, you sort of read it out of context where you're like, hey, wait a minute, who's, who's this, uh, uh, you know wackadoo stalking mj or maybe you just see like the stalking scenes and 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 like everybody else you're not sure where it's leading to and you forgot about you know i don't know sticks and stone or you know who whoever the hell uh, kidnapped mary jane or whatever you know taskmaster or whatnot you know like and, and or, or even like like a classic uh storyline where you're like why are there so many fucking hobgoblins, you know? Right, right. Yeah, and and so so, you know, there's that aspect where you you come back to it and and if if there's there's a piece of the puzzle that's missing, then I I think at that point you either are you're 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 motivated enough to to you know, put that puzzle together for yourself or you know, and and unfortunately, a lot of the time you're like you know what? I, I, I'm not motivated enough. You know, I, I don't care about this puzzle. I'm going to go over here to this other puzzle that I've already completed, you know, whether it's in my head or it, it, it's old comics that you've already read where that puzzle is completely completed and, 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 and everything fits where it's supposed to fit. And who knows, maybe it's a puzzle where uh, you've you've forced certain pieces into place and you don't even realize it because you've you've glued them down and and you've 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 put duct tape on it or whatever and and now that puzzle is set and you can't you can't be bothered to 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 uh, you know give a rat's ass about you know extending that puzzle image you know what I mean because you 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 had a cutoff 
point and and you spent and invested a great deal of time you know gluing down those first puzzle pieces and making that one image but now you realize that it, it, it you know comics that that's what it's like i mean maybe this is this is helpful for the metatextual nature of this story but comics are like putting together a, a thousand piece puzzle and then finding out that there's an extension to the puzzle like and there's another 2000 right. pieces to add on top of that puzzle that you already spent all the time you know putting together the the first initial 1000 piece puzzle and 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 it just keeps going and going and going and going and at some point you know i mean there there is a you know sense of maybe burnout or exhaustion because it's cyclical and, and everything we've talked about. But, you know, and, and sometimes there's the, the point where you're just passionate about it and you find like the gems in the rough and you pick and choose and you, you like what you like and you, you don't like what you don't like, you know? Well, I mean, you know, to, to that point, you know, this came out in 2014, the cover date's 2015. You know, this is well after I quit reading comics, like well after. I think at this point I was still – I don't know if IDW had hit their stride yet because time is timey-wimey. But I was reading like maybe Transformers, and that was about it. This is a good story. This is a solid effort. Probably one of the the, the, the biggest kudos I could give to this is it's uh, it's listed as 48 pages. And when I got to the end, I was like, whoa, whoa, wait, hey, whoa, whoa, wait. We're at the end? We're at the end? What do you mean we're at the end? I want more, you know? Hmm. I mean, I think I yeah. think there were plans to do more of these, but I, I just don't think it ever materialized. Like, you know, so and I, I don't know, I guess that's interesting, too, because I mean, what's it sounded like your take on it was you wanted more. And then I guess what I would ask is, do you think there, like, do you think there could have been more like because I mean, obviously they were planning it, but it just didn't happen. Oh, I mean, I mean, yeah, make no mistake. This story is very complete as far as, you know, the story they're telling has a, a beginning, middle and end. You know, you can read this book and, you know, you, you can't be done. But like I, I did find this, I, I think on the like you said, the DC wiki, I think it's Earth four, I think is what they call it. This is Earth four. And I mean, I think there's there's stories to go with here, you know, like like does Peacemaker ever make it out, you know, or is he just. Sarge Steele's bitch, you know, is right, like, right. you know, does Ted Cord ever do anything of a merit or is he just a gallivanting playboy, you know? I mean, I and, think, and of course, I think, you know, I think yeah. in some cases, the, the main distinction between this, even though arguably it's it's set on a different earth, so maybe it doesn't matter what you do with these characters, but like, I, I feel like the characters that they used were mostly kept intact. I mean, I mean, there's the argument that, oh, they, yeah. that they quote unquote killed Captain Adam, but they didn't really kill him. Do you know what I mean? They think they did, but you know, I mean, the, to me, that's open ended enough that he could come back. He could, he they, could bring. They just back, said he's. They know. said he's gone. Right, they didn't say right. he's dead. Right. Right. Yeah. Like so, they they you know he it's like if, if he if he just went to fuck off somewhere and 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 believe it or not, like I think that version of Captain Adam shows up in Final Crisis, which came out way before this. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, it's like, there you go. There's, there's, you know, other stories where he's popped in and shown up and everything. And, and, you know, conceivably, you know, he can pop back in and, and do the same thing to the, the president that he did to that dog, which 
I don't necessarily would, uh, I, I almost wonder, like, just that in and of itself, if it's a copy that just doesn't have the same passion and fire, would that have really served his purpose in the first place? You know, like, I don't know, you know, like, like, and, and, and yeah. So, I mean, you know, to, to me, like, that's the type of stuff where there, there's the, you know, in addition to all the layers we're talking about, there's that layer of thought that you bring to this where you're like, Oh, where, where could this have gone or where, you know, you know, where yeah. did it come yeah. from before this started and all that kind of stuff? I mean, I, I guess, I mean, I don't know. Do you want to, do you want to talk about some of the individual characters a little bit or, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Um, cause I know you brought uh, up Blue least, Beetle. So, I mean, that might be a good place to start. Yeah. Blue Beetle, like he's, he's a little bit more flippant than even the DC version, which sounds weird. Cause the DC version is almost, a. Uh, comedy relief in, in some books, depending on which books he books he's in. But he also he does kind of have that hero mentality. Cause he scolds, you know, the question like, you know, like why why are you killing him? Like this is this is not what we're supposed to do. But he's also like he's not bothered enough to really try to save the drug dealer <laughs> well like, there, there's that it's like not again like this happens all the time you know <laughs> and i mean arguably there's there's that aspect where he's you know the the question judges him because i mean you know ostensibly i mean there's no other way to say it but but uh, beetle and nightshade are you know working for quote-unquote the man do you know what i mean so it's like right it's like there yeah you you may say he's more heroic because he says oh why why are you trying to kill him or don't do that like like but i i think that's more i i almost think that's less of a moral um, thing or a moral well yeah let me let me let me rephrase than, it like than, than it is he, he, he is trying he to betray to the uh rules, you know well, he wants to portray the public image of a hero. Yeah, yeah, he, he's trying to follow yeah. the trope, but like, but like, how it, it, it that that's that's kind of the metatextual stuff where you know certain things like that I think break people, you know, the, or, or it breaks, you know, the, the you know kind of kind of how Captain Adam has to get dissipated and fuck off and go away. It's like it's like sometimes people that are fans of comics have to get dissipated and fuck off and go away because they can't, they can't handle the, 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 the compromises that they've made. Right. And that's what question accuses Ted of, right? Because it's like, it's like, look, you might say you're walking the walk and talking the talk, but in reality you work for a corrupt government organization that's probably murdered more people than the question ever has. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, right. What, what, you know, who the fuck are you to be making judgments? And, and it's funny cause they, that like that initial interaction between, well, I say initial, but in, in terms of the story, right. It's, it's backward. But when you're, you're reading right. it in yeah. real time, when, when they have that confrontation, like, I found that, like, I mean, th their friendship ended a long time ago. As you as you continue to oh, go yeah. backward in the story, and and this is like maybe one of their final or last confrontations and everything. And I'm like, man, they just 
you you can tell they put it all on front street and they they just talk massive shit to one another and it it, it, it it's one of those things where it's like all that stuff was like subtext to me in Watchmen. You know, like like nobody came out and straight up said like, "Dude, you're erectilely dysfunctional." Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're like, a you're a lip dick like lapdog for the government, you piece of shit. Yeah, well, basically. Well, well, not not I mean not just the government, but if you think about, okay, this is this is, you know, Blue Beetle is a Charlton superhero that gets amalgamated by DC in Crisis. Blue Beetle inspired Night Owl who is Olympic and not Olympic because he works for the government, but like somebody who's, who's just completely, um, you know, erectilely dysfunctional because of the fact that he's, he stopped doing what he loves to do, which is to go out and fuck up people as a superhero. And the fact that he's never fully acknowledged that he was in love with Silk Spectre you know, like, like, and, and the only time that changes is when he, he basically, you know, says fuck off says to all that other man. stuff, yeah. you know what I mean? And, yeah. and, 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 and goes out and breaks the, you know, the superhero curfew with her and, and, and beats up a bunch of people. And then, and then, and only then can he fuck, do you know what I mean? Like then, then he's, right. he, then he's rock hard and he's all about it again. Right. And, and then the, the other thing that was always painfully awkward i think in in the original watchmen was the relationship between rorschach and and night owl and and what's funny is that's also put on front street here which i don't think a lot of people would acknowledge but there's there's a, a you know and again i i have to be careful with you know again how i how i say this but there there's there's kind of a uh you know, a homoerotic undertone to Rorschach and Night Owl in in that book, and and the reason why it's uncomfortable is because you know the, it's it's not it's never said outright, it's never reciprocal, and and it's also awkward because of where they both are in their lives. Like he's. He's in love with Lori. He's he's repressed and dysfunctional. Uh, Rorschach is is homeless and smelly and stealing cans of beans and all this other stuff. And so, angry so, in general. So even if yeah. even if you know potentially you're of the opinion that that there there could have been some healthy uh, homosexual relationship between those two characters, there's no fucking way in hell it was going to happen with both of them in that particular headspace, right? And so so again, this book puts it right out on Front Street where he's like, you're so deep in the closet, you pay rent in Narnia. And it's like, you're just like, God damn, like that's, yeah, that that's, that's just like, you, you know, it's like friends that loved each other so much, whether it's, it's hetero or homo or whatever, right? Like, like friends that loved each other so much that knew each other so well that you can, you can destroy them or at least say like, just horrible fucking things about one another within just because you're armed you're so close to that person you're armed with all that knowledge and 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 you're yeah. you're also so embittered with one another that you're willing to go below the belt like that and i i don't know that yeah that it's, to not me like, was, uh, it's not even like a it's not even like a horrible thing to say it's just uh an uncomfortable truth that he wouldn't want to 
face basically yeah yeah, yeah. and so so there's yeah. there you know that that i thought was you know at least you know uh, one of the major you know moments that i you know interestingly i i don't know i i didn't try to read like 20 million reviews on it but but it's not something right. i saw necessarily discussed or talked about or or what have you and everything i think the question is is honestly it's really funny because with the charlton character who came first you you do kind of forget that rorschach is based off you know the question but in this in this iteration it's not the violence even though he is violent he does do some things that are pretty messed like like mainly like to that that one mafia guy but i mean you know some mafia guy who cares i think it reminded me again why I like the question so much. Like I do love Blue Beetle; he's one of my favorite characters. But I've always had a soft spot for the question, and I would say, even though this is one book, I think the question out 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 Rorschach's Rorschach in this book. You know, everybody loved him in the movie, and I'm like, I don't know, man. Vic Sage, Vic Sage is pretty savage. He's he's a badass. <laughs> I I I I guess the like he doesn't really seem to he uncovers things but but kind of like I, I guess this gets back to one of the points i was going to try to make was that the the characters are not irreparably damaged by this one shot like you could still tell more stories no. about them whereas i i kind of feel like you know, well, I, I guess you can have arguments or debates whether before Watchmen and all that stuff was necessary or whatever. But I mean, you know, th th there is that school of thought that like Watchmen was was a story. It was told and it was done. Right. Like and that you, you didn't need to revisit those characters. And certainly. Th th this isn't maybe questionable or debatable. Certainly the powers that be made Alan Moore change the characters from the Charlton characters to his own because they didn't want those characters unusable or horribly maligned. You know, they, they were like, we paid money for for those yeah, characters. They wanted, we, we, we want to still be able to use them, and that's why... They want to be somewhat family-friendly, yeah, yeah. That That's why they were changed in the first place, you know? Like, and it's... it's I, I, I mean... I, I also find it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to market the peacemaker if he's a rapist, you know. Right, right. Or or it's hard to work with the question if if Captain Adam blows him into fucking bluey juice, right? I mean, you can't, <laughs> right. Yeah, you, can't yeah. you can't have a you couldn't have a question book if if Captain Adam blew him into bluey juice, right? Like so, there's there's that, you know, there's that aspect to it. I guess uh, you know, I I guess since we're talking about the the question, I mean, you know, I, I've always been, you know, I've been a fan of the, you know, I, I like all the Charlton characters. I mean, I know you singled out Captain Adam, but like, I really like the question. I really like Blue Beetle and I really like Captain Adam. I think uh, some of the other characters I, I enjoy, but I don't have the same, I don't have the same fire or passion for, you know, like, like I think Nightshade's cool. I think um, Starch Seal, Judo Master, Judo Master, they're fine. Yeah. That that's interesting because Judo Master really has no Watchmen no. parallel, yeah. and 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 he is included in this briefly in a flashback, which which I thought He's was interesting. Tiger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, well, when I said Captain, I I guess I I should have paraphrased that like 
I don't know about the Charlton version because he is a different character, really, in a, in a lot of ways. But I, I know you're really fond of the DC version of Captain Adam is what I should say. Yeah, no, 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 no. But I mean, I, I, you know, like there's, there's to me, I, I, I've been fascinated with, with those characters. I'm also fascinated with Steve Ditko's take on the question and then his take on Mr. A, you know, that was that, that right. was the evolution of the question. And, and, you know, there's always this, this interesting, I mean, I guess it's not even really a, a literal back and forth, but, but there, 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 you know, there, there's that great story about, you know, you know, well, one, I think Alan Moore took it goes question and, and the whole Anne Rand's, uh, ideas that that he brought to it kind of like a a black and white view of morality you know to that character and 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 that's always how it was like i mean he didn't want to do he didn't want to do comics that were morally vague he wanted to do comics where if if there was a good guy they 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 did the good thing and they were fighting something that was bad right and that was that that was kind of i mean no matter what you think it's about, like my, it's like my quote at the beginning of the show. I don't save bad guys, right? Know? Right, and and no matter what you think of of Ditko, I mean, he was he was certainly true to that in the projects he took, and he 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 he, he didn't just say stuff and not live by it, you know. So I mean, I think that is ultimately to be respected, and and I you know I I was always just fascinated with reading. Like I was like, oh wait, so what's this Mister A guy and and. And and so that made it interesting to me. I I, I kind of think in this like it, it's weird because you have you have that version of the question, Ditko's original vision, and then you have the Denny O'Neill question, which kind of went more into like an Eastern philosophy Zen type question, and then and then you yeah. have this question, which like it it's it's interesting because he has way too many options i guess for 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 the ditko question like i i don't i don't know if that makes sense this this version this version reminds me a lot of justice league unlimited the that portrayal was a, a conspiracy nut kinda but he was always like you know like like literally asking questions you know he was like what about this you know what about this and this version seems to be kind of in that similar vein, you know, or I could be wrong. Like, do you think I've got a bad take on the character or? No, no. I mean, I, I, I think that's an aspect of what influenced this version of the character. I, I mean, basically, like, like they, they have this scenario where he's he's. Oh, maybe it's in here. He's doing like uh, colors because it's like, uh, let me see. Okay. Yeah, he's talking about society and how the colors represent various aspects of our progress in society or whatever. Yeah, I was trying to, because there was something that was written about it. Um, I, I think maybe I found it because there's a... It, it is really interesting because also when he's giving that speech, all the word balloons are behind him, so you can't actually read all of it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I can't find it now. There Basically, it was like, it was a different philosophy from... And Rand, it was more about the, th- there was a certain um, uh, philosophy he was following attributed to a certain person, which I'm not, I, I don't remember off the top. Oh, here we go. Um, fuck. 
took a million years to find it. Um, <laughs> this is from the um, director's cut, so there's some commentary on some of the pages and, and layouts and things like that. But it says about, I did look at that. I did look yeah, at that. Yeah, that it, it cool. says about uh, you know uh, the question. Uh, whereas, for instance. Rorschach, Watchmen's rethinking of the question character, had a black and white moral viewpoint inspired by the objectivist and Randian viewpoint of Steve Ditko, the question's creator. Our new view of the question bases his bizarre modus operandi on the developmental spectrum of philosopher Ken Wilber's integral approach, which borrows its color coding from the spiral dynamic system. Instead of an objectivist Ditko vigilante, we have a post-Denny O'Neill question who interprets the whole world through the lens of spiral dynamics. From black and white morality of Ditko's worldview, we move into a spectrum of motivational colors. There are eight colors in the system, of course. So that ties back to the whole eight theme um, in in multiversity in general. And then I'm not as familiar, I guess I could look it up, but I'm not as familiar with what those colors represent. Yeah, I remember he calls the mobster. He's like, well, if it helps, I'll tell your mom that you were yellow. Yeah, I, I was... Yeah, yeah, that's and I think did let me see because because it's like he's red, and then yeah he says I take a full spectrum approach to problems, but then like the electricity or whatever that's like shining, shining on him. Well, like my avatar, he, he he he's in a blue shade. Yeah, yeah, and I I guess uh, which I just picked up on because you mentioned it. I I didn't pick it on the first time you you talked about him like yeah he does have like different colors on the question as like he has different seeds yeah and i mean i guess technically like again just peeling back the layers like at face value he asks him about being a mob fixer but i think technically he's not a mobster he's a dirty cop that is is working for nightshade's uh, dad, who is the VP, who becomes the president at the end. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so if you, no, no, no. But that's just one of those things. Like, like it's, it's, it's when you read the story and you peel back all the layers, and then you, you know, it's like you, you rewind the tape and then fast forward it and and revisit it on both those paths. Like, it, it, it it's, it's interesting because it's like if you're making the Watchmen comparison, you're like, who's the Ozymandias here? Like, because they can't use Peter Cannon Thunderbolt. So it's it's essentially like Sarge Steele and, and yeah, the Vice President and, and all these guys. And like Sarge Steele's the one that that kills uh, Peacemaker's girlfriend, right? Who who sort of uncovers this algorithm that the the President Harley's been using this whole time to sort of predict the future and and set events in motion but at the same time i guess i don't know if his algorithm would have revealed this to him if he already knew about it like obviously he knew he had to die and maybe nora figured out that maybe it wouldn't work because you had all these other factions working against him you know his his own vice president is conspiring to have him whacked you know and or, or at least it's funny to say that because He's not really behind Peacemaker. Like, like the president wants Peacemaker to shoot him because it's part of his plan. But when I say he's trying to take out the president, I mean, I think 
that Sarge Steele and the vice president are the ones that were, you know, basically setting up the whole Captain Adam sequence where they try to vaporize them. Like the whole point is to, they, if, if they understand the plan, the plan is for Captain Adam to bring back the president. So they're actually trying to supersede his plan within a plan by taking out his, his backup plan, which is to, you know, have Captain Adam restore him. So, so they're, they're, they're taking out all those people, what they consider loose ends. And even after the scientists, you know, put a black hole in, in Captain Adam's head that supposedly makes him fuck off or die or what, you know, whatever, right? Like that, that then all of those scientists are summarily executed by Sarge Steele. And Sarge Steele's the one that takes a, uh, you know, and, and I guess at this point, spoilers, if you haven't read it, but Sarge Steele takes a, a, a a, a giant um, bust or whatever, you know, and 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 kills uh, Nora, who is Peacemaker's yeah. girlfriend or whatever, you know, and 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 so. But I, I guess I'm kind of I'm mean, this I didn't I, I I never looked this up, but let me um, um, pull up some flow chart. Maybe we'll see what what this. Well, I was gonna say about uh, you similar on Ozymandias because uh, Ozymandias also knew that the only way he was going to succeed in his goals was to take out the other watchmen either mentally or physically, or, you know, just put them, take them off the table. So basically. here we go. Spiral dynamics is a concept in psychology that posits that human nature is not fixed and that humans are able when forced by circumstances to adapt to their environment by constructing new, more complex conceptual models of the world that allow them to handle the new problems eight levels of complex human value systems consisting of sets of worldviews, preferences, and purposes. Each level represents a new evolution in the way people interact with society. So not going crazy with it. Let's see. We, we see blue, we see red, there's yellow. So that, and, and I guess that almost the blue and the red almost make the question look almost purple in that sequence. Would you agree with that? Well, he does mention purple first, right? When he's talking to the guy, yeah, right. Okay, so just just with that, purple is magical, animistic. Tribes of spirits of nature, let's see, tribes, spirits of nature, mysterious powers, magic rites, rituals, taboos, curses. Sounds like uh, Morrison, you know, jerking into a sigil or whatever. Spells, voodoo, driven by <laughs> sacredness, imagination, fear of the unknown, belonging, camaraderie. And then red, uh, domination, egocentric, asserting one's individual power and subduing others, fulfill one's desires to the detriment of others, cult of heroes, powerful gods, slavery, driven by instant gratification, impulse, adventure, bravery, honor, glory. Blue is order, authoritarian, conformity, obeying rules, respecting procedures and traditions, absolute authority of religion and or rulers, code of conducts based on dogmatic principles of right and wrong, quote-unquote, driven by duty, faith, discipline, restraint, virtue, guilt, afterlife. And then yellow, systemic, integrative, self-development, continuous learning, flexibility, functionality, hierarchies based on knowledge and competency, driven by integrity, sincerity, humility, and self-awareness. See, that's... He's basically saying, like, I want to tell your mom you died a good man. 
even though it's not true, maybe, but it, that's what he's going to tell his mom. And, and that 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 phrase he gives him is that is that your take on that? Like, I don't I don't even know that I'm I'm still processing all of this. Like, well, if yellow like means it, like you know integrity and learning is like you know it took a building falling well it took a sign falling on you, but we had a teachable moment. You learned, you fucked up, and you know I tell your mom you died with integrity. It's like not necessarily true, but like you know, see, it, like, it's funny. I I've 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 verbalized what you were describing was being covered up by the art in the word balloons. You know what I mean? Like, cause he, he's talking okay. about all those colors, right? Like, so he's yeah. talking about what a turquoise and a green and a yellow and a purple and a, you know, he's talking about the eight stage color coded system. And he says, I take a full spectrum approach, right? Right. I have a mother. I'll let her know her son died yellow. See, you you know what's funny, like like, and maybe maybe this is just my my uh, interpretation of it, and it's probably oh, yeah, no 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 no, it's probably wrong based on because because that's why I I had that dawning moment where you said oh that's your interpretation of it, and I was like oh that's interesting, and I'm looking at it right, it's it says you know continuous learning, knowledge, competency, integrity sincerity humility self-awareness and so like that's a lot to process if he's telling the mother he died yellow then then he, you're saying he's gonna lie to her because because I, I I guess I guess my initial read of that is like the I, I don't know how to attribute this but the 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 use of the word yellow is like a coward. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I, like, oh, yeah, yeah. you're yellow, like you're, you're a yellow bellied, you know, so-and-so or whatever. And, and I think I interpreted it that way without understanding the, the mindset and values of these spiral dynamics, which I guess does definitely put a different spin on the whole thing. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm right, but like, you know, no, no, no. I mean, I, I, I think, yeah. I think maybe there, there was a different intent there, but like, I don't, cause, cause he says, he says he empathizes with him. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. he's saying, dude, you, yeah. you, you know, you fucked up and, and I'm going to let you die, but you know, you're just an animal trying to survive basically is what he's, 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 uh, equivocating it to. And, and yeah, he's like, he's like, and, I, take and, and no, I, guess, I take no joy. Yeah. And I guess yeah, he, he's just like, you, you brought us on yourself. Yeah. And I guess he gives up the info he needs too, right? Like, 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 so, so in that sense, what you're saying is true too, because, you know, he's like, dude, all I got is rumors about killing Captain Adam. There's some secret formula, you know? And, and so, so he's, he, the question is pleased to get that answer. So it's like, oh, you have integrity to the, to, to the degree that, you're about to die. You're about to get electrocuted. So you decide to tell me the truth. Like, like, so there, there, see, I, I don't know like that, you know, that, that's one of those things where I suppose, you know, that's me with my, my glued down puzzle. That is the question going, man, I don't, I don't think Ditko would, would find this, uh, you know, (laughs) you know, accurate to his version of the question, even though he's not saving the bad guy. Like, like it, 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 it's funny to me because I'm like, well, but his version of the question would never tell a mother that he found integrity at the end of his life. Cause he was 
desperate to live. Do you know what I mean? Like that, that seems like the well, opposite of integrity to me. Well, like, you, you know what it might even be like, you know, unlike me and you, cause I don't know anything about this spiral color wheel either. Don't get me wrong. Uh, the, you explaining it was the first I've heard of it. Like maybe he's lying to him thinking he understands him. He's like, I've explained this to you now. So you understand the color wheel. And like, I would have tell your mom you died yellow, you know, like he's like, you know, but he's like, you know, and then the guy's like, you know, you know, well, you can still help me. And he's like, I don't say bad guys. Like, he's like, you know, giving him like a, 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 a teaspoon of comfort, but he still dropped a fucking sign on him. You know, you, you know, what's, you know, what's interesting that, that just dawned on me. Like I, I was thinking, you know, I'm going metatextually. I'm thinking of a comic book reference and I'm thinking of Arkham Asylum, which interestingly enough is written by grant morrison and and i feel like after having looked at these spiral dynamics i feel like two-face shitting himself in arkham asylum because it's like you know but black and white is simple right like you're two-face you flip a coin it's the good side or it's the bad side but then they're you know they're sitting there trying to i don't know provide him some mental health you know assistance and and they graduate him to things with more options. So it's like instead of a coin, which is two options, you know, I think they they I, I forget what it was, but, the, you know, they graduated him to a, you know, eventually to a deck of cards. And it's like, oh, well, he's got 52 options because there's yeah, 52 yeah. cards or whatever. And he can't handle that because he's like, well, I, I think I want to go to the bathroom and take a shit. And he can't do the coin that says, like, yes, you're going to go to the bathroom or know you're going to shit yourself he's got 52 cards and and so it's like he's sitting there trying to figure it out and so he shits his pants right and it's like yeah well like what, that, yeah and and i guess that's what i mean by you know to me i'm looking at these different uh you know spectral uh, philosophies and i'm kind of like wait how do you integrate all eight of those like into your betterment it just seems like there's some of those seem to be opposing to one another you know what i mean like like they don't all seem to be on the same wavelength you know so it's like do you, do you pick and... they don't seem to be on the same spectrum <laughs> yeah yeah do, do you pick and choose what colors to go with at certain times well, I, I was just about like... to say maybe maybe that's that's like maybe that's why they show the colors on on uh the question sometimes like the blue he's like you know kind of given like kind of a high and mighty speech of like you know like you know you think you're doing what's right i'm i'm the one who's trying to do what's right here like why why are you like you know giving me gas and then when he's in the red highlight he's got the guy trapped under a sign he's in a dominant position so yeah. maybe it does change with like yeah the 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 situation you know because because the blue is authoritarian so that makes sense he's talking to him and saying this is how it is i use these these spectrums or whatever right like i'm in the right here i i'm i'm the boss you know and, it's and, not and dominant it, it's like it's like i'm the good guy yeah and and it gets red when he's like can you call me an ambulance and he's like no i take full spectrum approaches but like it's interesting though he also he, he also says uh, at I don't say bad guys and the background is blue and then he's purple. So if the background's blue, he's authoritarian. So, so that's his rules, right? I, you know, 
basically yeah. it's it's right or wrong right like like so so in in this case you know this dirty cop is wrong right and the rules of the question are i i don't say bad guys i only say good guys right right but then the purple one is all this magical voodoo stuff you know like and i'm just kind well, of, he's, also, he's also rambling you know yeah yeah but it, it's weird i mean it's, i don't know no, 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 no. It's 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 interesting. Like clearly, you know, there, there's a lot of things that uh, you can discuss in this that maybe you necessarily don't have an understanding of, or 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 only have the the vaguest notion of of you know what what the specifics are of it. You know, like I mean, I I never bothered to look up that spectrum before tonight. So I mean, it's. Just, I mean, I mean, Grant Morrison is, is is I mean, he may be a wackadoo to some people, but he's well read on a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, yes, that's that's for he, sure. Yeah, he's a he's a scholarly gentleman. He he likes reading stuff. That yeah, that's great. That one scene we we we've gone like almost on a thirty minute dive on, yeah. and you could probably do that with a lot of other scenes in this this whole one comic. Why is it Nightshade a more prominent character? I mean, she really really only has that confrontation with her dad and that very brief conversation with a uh, question, you know, she's got a scene with her mom as well. Right. Oh yeah. 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 Cause your mom's like more or less got like dementia. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, maybe dementia or maybe, maybe she's been fucked over mentally somehow. Yeah. Cause she, she does keep mentioning one thing that's really weird. And I mean, it's supposed to be weird. You know, it, it's supposed to be unsettling for nightshade two, quote unquote. If she keeps saying, you know, like, you know, why do you have blonde hair? Like, you have black hair, like, when you're, you know, nightshade. And, like, and she just keeps going back to that. Like, it's a wig, Mom. It's a wig. <laughs> but, like, I, she, like, her mom is only remembering nightshade as her. Right. It's almost like she's like, yeah, like, like, why do I have blonde hair? I have black hair. Yeah. Which, as, as. And I mean, I don't want to go too much into my own private life on on the uh, internet, no, but, but my mom suffered from dementia, yeah. but, and it, it is terrible. It, it's that bad. No, no, no. I, I I imagine that's something that that hit home with you, right? Like I know when again, like we you know we don't need to go in, down into you know too much personal detail, but I, I remember you know reading some aspects of the Mitman and before watching, and and I think any time some something cancer related comes up, even if it's as dumb as. Um, love and thunder i do you know i do tend to take pause because i lost my mom to cancer right and 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 it's the same thing that you're kind of getting at too where like some of those things that have impacted you directly right like those you know and again going back to the whole metatextual thing right like each person brings their unique set of experiences and circumstances as the i don't know the quote-unquote captain adam of this this book right and 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 that particular sequence you know maybe you didn't want to remember it right like before you're like oh yeah uh nightshade she just had two two scenes or it could just be she's not in costume so maybe in some ways you're you're sharing in the dementia right because you know you're like oh that was just a scene with a blonde girl do you know what i mean like not not nightshade right it didn't stand out to you to yeah. nightshade because like think of it if you were if you were buying this this page of art right it's got this you know what 16 panel grid and and are there any heroes on it well except for the magazine she's holding not really 
Do you know what I mean? Like, and and it, it, it it's simply a, a a quiet moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I I guess what I'm getting at is you know even though it's nightshade, it's it's like buying a page with Peter Parker on it, and he's not dressed as Spider Man, right? Like. Yeah. Or, or like you said, you know, like consciously or unconsciously, because it did, you know, kind of remind me of something I have lived through. I was like, you know almost forcefully forgetting it. It's like, oh yeah, that didn't happen. I didn't, I didn't like that. You know, yeah, yeah. You, you know it's, it's like, it's like that whole, um, the, I guess that's the one thing I always found fascinating about, even though I don't care for the story that much for Wolverine origins, like that's the one thing I always found fascinating was the aspect of his healing factor gave him his memory loss because memories are painful and 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 we need to heal from those too and and some of the ways you heal from really bad experiences is to sort of i'm not saying like you know oppression is a good thing but i'm I'm saying uh, you know that that to to live on and move on you know sometimes the 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 way to heal from that is is potentially you know uh uh putting those behind you and 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 in in the case of you know maybe maybe this is another metatextual example of why you know uh the you know these these online article reviewers and people think you know quote unquote superhero comics that are black and white good and bad like those things don't work right because you can't either you know it's not as black and white as I remember this bad thing or I forget about this bad thing. It's actually something that is completely unique where it's like, you're not, I'm not forgetting the pain and the, the, the bad memories associated with, you know, my mother, uh, just like you are not doing that. But I think we're choosing to focus on the good memories rather than, you know what I mean? Like, like that, it's like, yeah, to, to me, yeah. when I, when I bring up my mother, it's, it's not usually in the terms of, Oh, I, I read this, this, uh, you know, Watchmen book about cancer and I got the sads or I, I saw, you know, uh, Jane Foster Thor have cancer and, and maybe, you know, I'm, I'm sensitive to that character because she, you know, w- is going through what my mom went through and didn't survive. You know what I mean? Like that, that kind of thing. But I think most times when I try to remember her, I try to remember things like, oh, she loved Bernie Wright's in art. She, you know, she took me to see the Dark Crystal, you know, like she. I was about to say, like, yeah, like you, you, you shared on fan holes, you know, it's like my mom got me this toy one time and, you know, it was really cool, you know, like. Yeah, I, and, and know, that's, yeah. that that's, you know, I mean, for me, that's, that's my choice, you know, like, but, but again, you know, it's not, it's not like I'm. Uh, going out of my way to forget and or to remember everything, but I'm 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 picking and choosing. I'm I'm making my own headcanon or or whatever you want to call it, but I'm I'm emphasizing I think the the positive things, you know, and it, it you know and again, uh, you know maybe that speaks to this too because since it is a post nine eleven book and 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 you've got that sequence of captain adam making like the triple towers or whatever those are right you know, it's like, like we, we've got to go forward towers. yeah or, or, you yeah. know you, you 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 do get that aspect of uh, a society that's been traumatized like like a collective trauma i know they talk about that and and you know maybe some people think that's um 
also hoodoo or, or whatever, right? But there's there's that aspect where you're like, things like, you know, I don't know, Hiroshima, Nagasaki, you know, collective trauma, things like 9-11, you know, collective trauma, right? Like everybody, you know, it's, it's something yeah. that impacted everyone, right? Like, and, and so, you know, COVID, right? This whole fucking nonsense, you know, collective trauma, right? Like, like the funny part, yeah, 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 yeah. All, all those things, right? Like, and, and, and you, you, you know, it's interesting because this is in 2014. Like, imagine if they did a follow up to this now, but then it was like in a post COVID era, right? Then that would put a whole different spin and layer and, 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 and stuff on that, you know? Like, so it's like there's, there's, uh, you know, I don't know. There, there's a lot of, layers to peel back some people may think it's layers of an onion some people may think it's layers of something <laughs> else but but i mean i i enjoy it i mean you know I, I and 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 it's fun for me to talk about this with you yeah i think a good story has that 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 quality where if it's a good story and it does have like pertinent like you know it doesn't really matter the actual reference as far as what i'm saying is it's like if it hits home, you know, like, you know, like, you know, like you were saying for some people, nine 11 is widespread. It had hit home for a lot of people. For me, maybe the dementia thing, if a story hits you in a certain way, you could read it 10 years later and you're like, no, oh, that's still pretty fucking good. You know, that, that's still, you still got me, you know, he still, you still hit my feelings, you know, you still, still uh, you made a point. And yeah. you're like, oh, you know, because, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the last time I, I read this was 2014. You know, like, like that was the last time I read this. Uh, I think the first and last time I read it before I read it again tonight. You know, like, and, and, and you know, so what is that? Uh, six, seven, eight, eight years? Eight, eight years eight. about? Like, so it's been eight years. Well, nine. Yeah, nine now because it came out in January. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the, it's skating the yeah. edge, right? Eight eight years and a few months right but like yeah the art amazing i i, I like you said yeah. frank quietly is someone who is sometimes divisive among the fan community but i think his, his work has got a lot more appreciated and and if not uh i don't care i like it i think it's really well done he has a really specific style you know when you're like looking frank quietly page and and that's not a bad thing. I, I like people who are not only good artists, but you you know who you're looking at. And uh, Grant Morrison, again, for any of his detractors, even if you may not like the story, it'll be a story that'll make you think. And, and it, not all of his stories are crazy hoodoo, blue, blue, blue. Did This had a lot of straightforward storytelling. You know, it had a lot of, you know, like proper dialogue that you don't need uh, a fucking diploma to read you just have to be willing to enjoy the story so i, I would recommend it definitely oh, yeah and, and i'm in complete agreement with you about the the art like i think it's fantastic so I'm, I'm i'm certainly not one of those detractors that i tried to share stories about i i think it's fantastic i mean i think this is this this was one of the 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 better books that came out this year. And I, and I also think there's that advantage to, you know, maybe going back to the, the meta textual where, I mean, in some ways this is a done in one. And in some ways it's part of this larger event story. Do you know what I mean? Like Tony could read this tonight and, and probably I'm assuming has never read any of the other multiversity 
stories or chapters and is fine, right? But but I, on the other hand, I think I've read multiple stories, you know, dealing with multiversity. I don't remember them all, but I, I, I read them back in 2014. And and also I, I get the context of those as well. Yeah. And, and honestly, like, I don't know about the whole series, but I, I do like me some Shazam. And... Like you, you, you've made a good pitch for Thunderworld. I, I might actually give that a shot. Might actually take a look at yeah, that. I, I, I definitely like. I mean, I, I guess you know you could chalk it up to I'm an old man and I forget shit. But I mean, the the this and Thunderworld were the ones that I remember standing out. You know. Cool. All right. Well, I guess that's gonna do it for tonight. I, I hope you've enjoyed our discussion. Uh, as. Uh, as uh, in-depth as it got, I guess, or, or maybe not as in-depth. Maybe you're like, I still don't know what this fucking thing is about. But either way, <laughs> uh, you can you can find us over on uh, fanholespodcast.blogspot.com where you can direct download all the episodes and any of our other shows. And if you have any comments, questions, and or concerns, you can email us at fanholspodcast at gmail.com. We're on all kinds of social media. We're on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We appreciate all the likes, hearts, shares, and retweets that we receive. And we can be streamed. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Spotify, and Amazon Music. So until the next time... This is Derek, Derek WC, signing off. This is Tony, and hey, just thanks for listening. Send a heartbeat to the void that cries through you. Relive the pictures that have come to pass. For now we stand alone. The world is lost and blind. I mean, we kind of had to go into detail. I mean, it, it is, uh, like I said, they're, 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 like I said, layers, layers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. No, 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 no. I think, I, I, I think that's, that's, that's the point of this stuff. I mean, I, I, I remember, you know, talking about Morrison, I remember, I, I thought Batman R.I.P. was not a story that was to my taste, but I think the thing that I, I got the most kick out of was, uh, I, I think back then, I, uh, I I don't think there was as much discussion about it on the Botox boards, but I, I did go out to the, the CBR message boards at the time just because I was curious, like, because I was like, man, I don't like this. Like, 
does anybody else like it? Like, I, I was just kind of like, <laughs> I, I just wanted to read, like, uh, I was like, I felt like maybe I was biased Am I weird? or something. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to be like, well, what do, what do other people think of this? Like, what, you know, and, and, and to be honest, like, I think I read like a, a 22 page, you know, thread on that book. And I, I think I got more, you know, I feel like Batman RIP is like how I feel about Neo Genesis Evangelion. Like, it's like, I think I got more enjoyment out of reading what people think about it than I do about actually, you know, reading slash watching the, the actual piece of art or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, as, as far as, uh, Neo Genesis, it is there is a level of comfort where uh someone is like well the thing about neo genesis like you know like two or three paragraphs and then after all that even though they seem to completely understand it and you're just you know still kind of in the dark they'll write like two sentences afterward but it is really fucking weird and i'll give you that so i mean i understand <laughs> you know you're like oh okay cool yeah 